The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asias here with my co-host, my high school sports editor, Brian Linder. Brian, how you doing this week? Man, Nebby, I'm doing great. We've got a big new sponsor. We're going to do the break again, but I'm going to give them a shout out for a second week in a row. UPMC's on board. Absolutely. As a big sponsor. And we got another huge, mega huge guest. It's about as big as you can get in high school football in Pennsylvania. We got Rodney Gallinger, uh, Nebby. We've talked about Rodney a lot. Mm-hmm. Not Laurel Highlands. Rodney, how's it going, man? I'm great. How are y'all? Doing good, man. How are you? It's a big month for you, right? I mean, I'm I'm reading the Nebby. I'm reading this guy's visits, man. Yeah. West Virginia, they said Virginia Tech, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Penn State is all all listed. Is that this month, Rodney? All of them? Yeah, this the, that's this month. Yeah. Man, that's gotta be crazy. How exciting is this time for you right now? And and I mean it's a who's who kind of and I know it's tough, right? When you're going to all these great universities to try to make up your mind, but just how exciting is this time for you? And what is this time like for you, my man? Yeah, I mean, it's unreal. Uh, blessing. And I've always wanted to be in this position as a little kid. So I'm just glad I'm achieving it. Rodney, like Brian mentioned, you know, you, you've been visiting a lot of schools lately. I saw on your Twitter recently, Um, you just visited, was it West Virginia? Yeah. Um, nonetheless, I mean, it's not just football that you're getting looks in as well. I mean, you're you're a basketball athlete too. I mean, a lot of people don't know that you're a dual athlete. You know, you're kind of putting Mount Laurel Highlands on the on the map right now. I mean, talk to us about that. Yeah, I mean, it's been great. To be honest, man, I really, you know, basketball was my first love. You know, all the football players always want basketball to be its sport for all. And then I'm glad I chose football. I mean, it's been doing a lot of great things for me, putting me in a lot of opportunities that I'm doing. And it's like I said, it's it's been great. And I'm just excited for this upcoming senior year. I'm finally getting to just play one sport now and just putting all into football now. So seeing where my body's going to be at and how much better I can be for my senior year. You say that, you know, and I saw where you did announce you're going to focus on football and everybody, you know, Rodney's six foot, he's 170 pounds. Uh, he's one of our top ranked players in the class and just about everybody in the country's top ranked player in the class. And he's up there. Really explosive guy. If you haven't seen him. Go check them out on Huddle. But Rodney, how you know? I know you said that you're happy with the results you're getting. That how tough was it, man, to give up something that was your first love? It was really tough, man. Like I said, that being my first love, me playing AAU all them years and putting that work in every day. But it's hard, man. It just really didn't work out. Like you said, man, it's kind of it's kind of hard. Undersized guard. Like I said, I got the opportunity to play to play football and all these uh, offers poured in my freshman year. So I really didn't expect it but uh because honestly I didn't even want to play football in high school and my dad was just like no you're gonna go out there and play and have fun with it so yeah I went out there and just did my thing and then it really took off from there have you and dad talked about that since then you know like like him kind of pushing you in that direction and and even look everybody knows when your dad or your parents kind of push you towards a sport it doesn't always take so how did it take for you like what what made it kind of click for you and and do you guys talk about that? Have you, have you talked about it since, like, man, I'm glad you, you pushed me towards football? Yeah, he wanted me to play both because, he, like you said, uh, he just wanted to see how would it play out. Like, 
depending if I had a growth spurt, depending on how much my body can produce on the football side. So, like, it was just both ways, and it played out on the football side. I mean, you're a dual athlete, Rodney, but, I mean, on the football field, you, you play multiple positions, right? I mean, I've seen you at QB. I've seen you rushing. I mean, what is it about you that, you get what I'm saying, allows you to play so many different positions and be that yeah. type of athlete? I mean, have you always been that kind of athlete growing up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, since since elementary school, uh-huh. uh, I've always played QB. And then the first year playing a different position was my freshman year, and I played wide receiver. Okay. But I've always, always wanted to play wide receiver. That was my dream position. This year, I finally get to play it again for my last year because we just got a new incoming quarterback, and uh, he can really sling it. So I'm excited that I get to play it again, and I can't wait to see what I can really do. Yeah, man. I, I, you know, when we write our evaluations, I, I always write, you know, he's the best athlete on the field. So just put him at quarterback, and that'd be and snapping the ball to him mm-hmm. and letting him go. Uh, that'll be fun to see your receiver again, you know, and, and, and get some plays in the space, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Uh, let's make another, another great year to the stats. Here, here's the crazy thing, Nebby. My man Rodney Gallagher is the million dollar man. So mm-hmm. I heard. On three did this evaluation thing. Am I wrong, Rodney? I, I saw this somewhere. Yeah, you're right. And and they talked about NILs and, and PIA. The PIAA doesn't allow NIL for high school athletes. And I don't know how they add average this up, Rodney. Right. But they they said they said Rodney Gallagher's NIL value valuation was over a million dollars. Mm. How old are you, Rodney? Oh, I'm 17. How crazy was that to see? That's first of all, that's got to be exciting and a little wild and. Like, did you even know that was coming? And what what did you think when you saw that, man? I mean, I was definitely in awe. I'll be real with you. Uh, I mean, it's it's really just crazy. It's hard to explain because mm-hmm. it just so fast. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it, it's definitely a great a great add on to my uh, to myself. But you know, you already know you gotta focus on one thing at a time, and that's just you know football getting to the next level. Then everything else will come with it. See, that's a credit. That's that's, that's a credit to him, Nevy, because you you know me. I would rock it, right? I'd really? be like a pro wrestling. I'd be walking around school with my million dollar man shirt right. on and stuff like that. And, right, and, and then, you know, I'd, I'd probably get a few ISSs or detentions and stuff when a <laughs> teacher tells me to do something. Like, you know how much? Say, let me let me pull up on three for you right. real quick. And right. you know what my what worth is. is. <laughs> so you you're a lot more humble than me, my man. Keep, right. Stay that way. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of what I wanted to segue into, Brian. I mean, Rodney. With the climate that sports are in right now, with the whole NIL situation, I mean, is this something that kind of came to you by surprise, or is it something that you expected because of the work that you put in and you know you trust in the process? Yeah, I mean, I think it was both. It, it did catch me a surprise, but I knew all the hard work was going to pay off soon. Mm-hmm. Like especially this year, since I just got done with school basketball, like I've been, I've been really putting in a lot of work, putting on some pounds already. Right. So yeah whatever I need to do. But yeah, just me keep working, but I know it'll come to me like later on. I, th- I think that's something you probably expect down the road, right? Right. Rodney, I mean, like you weren't thinking somebody's going to say in high school, I'm worth that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like, like I said, it just, it just comes so fast and it, it does sometimes get harder control, but you know, you just got to keep your mind on that goal. Yeah. And you talk about wrapping up basketball now and completely shifting your focus towards football. I mean, what has this off season so far been like for you? I mean, what kind of workouts are you doing? You said you put on some pounds. What's this, yeah. this off season looking like? Yeah. I mean, I've been putting in work every single day, Monday, Monday through Saturday, mm-hmm. really weight room every single day. Like I said, I put on seven pounds already in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's another great thing. 
my weight is going up and everything, uh, benching wise, squatting wise. But um, yeah, just everything. It's it's been great, and I've been getting on that field and finally craft up, and uh, it's been it's been great. I mean, my footwork's getting ten times better, and I'm working on catching the ball and just doing things in space. So I'm I'm super excited. How much weight you think you put on so far? Yeah, they, so I was sixty five when I ended basketball. Right now, I'm at one seventy two. My man's super explosive too, Nebby. When you see this guy, he just takes off. There's a little bit of almost like a Tavon Austin with you in the open field, man. You ever watch his his highlight films? Legendary, though. A lot of people don't know. I watch a lot of film on on guys that play my position, like like you said, Tavon Austin, Deontay Johnson, mm. Super Cup. A lot of those dudes I play in my position. So I'm also I'm right now like my on field work. I'm doing. Cooper Cup, like I'm in a Cooper Cup series right now, so I'm doing his drills, and uh, I mean they've worked because I'm playing seven on seven also. So I mean they've translated to to the real world. Would you say Cooper Cup is your favorite receiver to study right now? Your favorite receiver to watch? Yeah, my Cooper Cup's my. It's one of my favorites. Like I said, him him and Deontay Johnson are my my favorite guys to watch and cut up film on them and uh, see their workout videos and all that type of stuff. Are you you're working out with two temps? Yeah, yeah. So we had we've had D on here before. We have a good relationship with him, uh, you know. And I always like to ask guys out there because I know there's some monsters working out with uh, two temps, speed and agility, and D Brown. Man, what's it like working out in that camp? And I mean, I I've seen he's been posting videos of Big Aaron Donald out there again, uh, doing crazy things. I mean, what's it like? You know, when you walk into a training session with him, you're seeing probably the best of the best in high school and. And also like Aaron Donald, right? <laughs> sure. I mean, D Brown brings in the best kids in Western PA, man. And it's not even like you see all like the speed and agility stuff, but the things he does outside of the speed and agility and helps you get your name out there. And I mean, he has so many connections with coaches. So like he even helps you like kids that are like not his main ones. He still wants to help them get to school. So, I mean, it, he, he's a great guy. It, it don't get better than D. Brown, and he puts you in so many positions that it's hard to put in for yourself. You know, I, I really think there's some good trainers around the state, but as far as, you know, camps, you know, guys that you might end up training with, I mean, it's got to be, you know, iron. they say iron sharpens iron. That's an old cliche, and, and a lot of people throw it out there, try to stay away from cliches. But, I mean, you're, you're training along some of the best what does that do for you as an athlete to be able to look over and see, uh, you know, maybe like a Tamir Robinson and guys like that, see where they're at in their training versus where you're at and stuff like that? Yeah, it's 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 unreal because you know them, them kids are going to push you every single time to get on the field with each other. So we just want to work as hard with each other, and we just want to make yourself everybody uh, better around us. And, I mean, it, it can only go up from there if we're making each other better every time we work out with each other. So. And D Brown's going to push us and he's going to make sure if you're not pushing yourself, uh, he's going to say something to make you be better. Because like I said, he's he's training the best, the best player in the world. So I think he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, D Brown is definitely a staple in the in the community out in Western PA in terms of football. And we have a lot more questions for you, Rodney. But first, we're going to take a break and cut and talk to our sponsor real fast. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more. 
Yeah, so, Rodney, we talked a lot about, you know, your off-season training. We talked about D. Brown and two-tenths speed and agility training. I mean, we're going to kind of segue into your, your, your career so far at Laurel Highlands. I mean, talk to us about this past season that you've had. Like we both mentioned, uh, you passed the ball, you rushed. I believe you had uh, over 1,500 all-purpose yards, 21 rushing touchdowns, uh, you, 104 for 179 completions. I mean, talk to us a bit about your career at Laurel Highlands and, you know, the name that you've made for yourself in that program. Yeah, I mean, the my junior year, I don't think it could have gotten any better for, for myself, man. I, I had, I became the 13th player in the Whippeal history for 1K and 1K. And, uh, I mean, that accomplishment right there is it's super hard. So I'm really proud of myself for doing that. And then um, me breaking the, the school touchdown record, 32 touchdowns. So, I mean, it was just really that work I put in coming into that football year. And I really wanted to be that man coming on the field every game and uh, us winning our first our first playoff game in school history. So the program's just going up from here, and I'm glad I'm a part of it. Maybe I'll tell you something cool. And, and Rodney, again, this is one of those stories where, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but there was a story about Rodney probably a year or two ago when he really started to blow up where someone asked him, you know, if he considered getting outside of Laurel Highlands. And he said something like, you know, I can, I can do so, anything here that I can do, you know, elsewhere, right? Right, yeah. Laurel Highlands is not like a huge school that's, you know, one of the powerhouses and and I'm sure you probably did have opportunities to go outside of Laurel Highlands, but yeah. What kept you there? What kept you loyal to that school so far? And and what is what has that been like to kind of stick with them and put them on the map a little bit, man? You know, I've been here six years, Rodney, and I don't remember a game kind of being touted like you guys and maybe like Bell Vernon and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? What what's it been like to stick with them? What what made you stick with them and have that loyalty? I just wanted to be me from my hometown and I wanted to I want to say, like, just be a superhero to, like, the kids and the community here. And and like you said, I did have opportunities to get out of here, but I just wanted to do it at home. And I wanted to make sure the community was behind me and see that kids, like, younger my age can do something. Because, you know, Uniontown, it's a small town, and a lot of kids struggle to get out of it. So I just wanted to show, like, all these younger younger kids that you put the work in, better things are going to come out of it. And you got a lot of support when you made that kind of statement, right? I mean, yeah. I saw the town and, and kind of an upswell behind you. What was that like? And what kind of reactions you get from the town and stuff when you said, look, I'm, I'm sticking, I'm st- sticking it out here. Yeah. I mean, it, it's unreal. The, t- the support I have in Uniontown, I mean, it's, it's really all love. Like it don't get better than anything else. Like just to have everybody behind you at every single game, even people coming to practice and watching, I mean, it, it don't get no better than that. And just, just knowing that we really are putting like an impact on people in the community again, because we haven't had it in such a long time. Yeah. And like you just alluded to Rodney, um, I was just going to mention that we have, you know, big guys come on this podcast, like Penn state commits, like Bo Perbula, who was really big out of central York, Ken Talley out of Northeast and, and Philly. I mean, what's it like being Rodney Gallagher to the kids in Uniontown? I mean, do they come up to you, ask for autographs? I mean, what's it like walking down the street knowing that you're not just Rodney Gallagher, the Uniontown or the Laurel Highlands, student anymore right you're this football star that's looked up to I mean talk to me about what it's like to be in that position yeah I mean it's great I mean I just love teaching little kids and yeah I mean they do come up to me all the time dap me up and I love when the little kids ask me questions about the game because like I said I just want to teach and I want them to be as good as me or better Mm -hmm. and I just want to see them all be successful and just really stay out the streets Mm -hmm. There's an obvious connection to the town, right? And we always like to kind of step outside of football for a minute. 
because everybody you're going to talk to is going to ask you recruiting stuff, and we will ask you some recruiting stuff. But mm-hmm. tell us about Rodney Gallagher outside of football and 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 sports, and you know, if you had to tell people who you are, you know, who's Rodney Gallagher, and and tell us about you know, obviously there's there's a connection there, and that's a special place to you. So what was it like growing up there, and what's your life like outside of sports there? Yeah, so yeah, like like you said, I mean, I grew up in Uniontown. I just love. I love to help kids, like you said, do things for them, train them, make them better. And I love to have fun with my friends. And, and my family is a very important thing in my life. They do everything for me. I just love being around them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm chill, laid back, and, you know, just keeping my keeping my eyes on the prize. That's really it. Would you say you bring that family aspect with you to your football team? Is that how you consider your teammates? I mean, talk to us about how that transcends into your athletic life, right? Yeah, if you put it. So this is what I look like. Yeah, if you put that jersey on, then you're considered as family for sure and a brother to me. And I'll do anything for you. You know what I mean? Like, I always tell them, if you need anything, just, just let me know. Give me a call. I'm always there. I'm always going to answer. So mm-hmm. they they really appreciate that. And, and the same goes, if I ever need anything, they're always there for me too. So it just goes back and forth. And that, and that last past year's football team was probably the best time I've ever had with uh, any type of sport or team. Uh, everybody was close, and we just had so much fun that whole year. I mean, Rodney, you seem to have a lot of highs so far in your career, in your football career as an athlete. I mean, talk to us about some difficulties that you faced. I mean, what what adversity have you faced in your career so far that, you know, helped shape you into the player that you've become and the player that you're going to continue to grow into? I faced a lot bad adversity when I was younger, so my mom passed when I was seven. I'm sorry to hear that. So right, yeah, no, it's all good. But uh, right there, I mean, that told me, like, once I hit, because I, you know, like I was so young, so I really didn't understand everything that was going on at the time. So when I like, my dad really sat me down. It was like, I think you really need to take these sports serious, and like, you know what I mean. So I got in when I was around twelve. That's when I really like took things super serious, and I got into AAU. And I started taking football super serious and, and both of the sports. And um, it, it was really basketball. Like, I was training every day. I was playing in the biggest tournaments in the country with the best players in the country. We were ranked number one in the country. So, I mean, I was really pushing myself to really get my name out there. And I built something great for me at such a young mm-hmm. age that's helped me so much uh, now. So, yeah, just that that adversity right there just made me want to work so much harder. And just every time I step on the field, man, it's just there's something right there that's making me want to be better every time or every play. So, yeah. Well, God rest your mother's soul. And I know she's looking down from heaven. Proud of you, man. Continue to yes, soar sir. and reach your fullest potential. And everything's going to come full circle. It always does. Yes, sir. Ronnie, I, I mean, that's, you know, I couldn't imagine losing my mom at seven. And mm-hmm. you talked about you know, your dad having that talk with you and stuff, but that's got to be incredibly emotionally scarring, right? It's got to be tough mm-hmm. for yeah, a seven-year-old to process. How did you process it mentally and how did you move on mentally? Because it's not just a physical get involved with sports. I'm sure that kept you busy, right? But how did you process it all? And and, and um, you probably still haven't moved on mentally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it really is hard mentally because like just in like such big moments that come like in sports, like I know she's watching from above, but like, you know, just it's kind of different because if she was right there, you know, like the hug and that mm. different. So, so mentally, yeah, that goes through it. And it, it messes with me sometimes. Yeah, men- mentally, when I was younger, probably around fourth or fifth grade, it, it kind of hit me hard because, like I said, I was playing in all these big mm. events and stuff, and it was just seeing everybody else with their mom. So it, it was tough. 
like I said, they just wanted to make me play harder every game. And, and, and I think just with that, it just, like I said, I built a name for myself off of that because I was playing so hard. I was really outshining a lot of kids at such a young age and, and people were finally getting to see it. You know, what was your mom's name? Uh, Crystal. Crystal. Well, you know, she's proud of you, my man. You know, she would be loving this, right? Yeah, for sure. And if no one has already told you, Rodney, you're resilient, man. That's that's a lot to overcome at such a young age. You know, like Brian mentioned, I wouldn't imagine what type of position or predicament that would put me in at the point in right. life I'm in right now, you know. But continue right. to to strive and just trust in the fact that everything's going to be all right, right? When you do right, right is done by you as well. For those listening, I mean, outside in, in central Pennsylvania, for the youngins that look up to you in Uniontown, I mean, what piece of advice would you leave for them? I mean. Brian and I like to ask athletes that come on our podcast each week, you know, what kind of motivational message they would like to leave or inspiration for the youth or, you know, classmates of yours that are listening to this podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, like usually when I visit schools and stuff, like I really want to make sure the kids are listening. Like if you really put your mind to what you want to do, like you can really do it. And it, and it's not impossible. Like I always try to tell these kids, like, they're like, well, we're from such a small town, so-and-so, but like I tell them, like, they're going to find you. Like if you're doing what you need to do and you're putting your mind to your goal and you're working out every day and doing really good in school and staying in the books, not getting in trouble, staying out of trouble. I'm telling you that I tell them all the time, they're, they're going to find you. And, and that's what it came on the football side. Like I really, cause you know, we weren't good. Like I'm just going to be real with you. We weren't, we weren't a football school at all mm-hmm. until probably this year where we're starting to become something like that. And uh, so my freshman year, I thought I was just playing the play, but, I really, uh, I really did good uh, for a freshman and, and stand it out. And like I said, I did good in school, kept my mind on the goal, and they found me. So I just try to tell these kids that all the time. You're in an incredible position, and you put yourself in a great position where, um, you know, you, you, you've got we, – we named off the, this, this list of schools you're going to visit just this month, and there's a lot of other schools too who are, are kind of on you. The next year for you is going to be – pretty darn exciting and i imagine a little bit stressful too because for a guy who maybe three years ago wasn't thinking that this was something that was a reality right you got to make a pretty darn big decision and it's going to come down to which amazing school am i going to pick over which amazing school how do you handle the process over the next year how excited are you about the next year and and kind of like how do you tackle this over the next few months or a year or however long you kind of maybe have it in your head to make up your mind about this yeah, it's going to be the hardest decision of my life, man, because I'm really enjoying it right now. And uh, just talking to these different coaches every day, them reaching out. And I, like I said, it was a dream come true. So I'm really enjoying it. And, and it's going to be a super, super hard decision. But that's why I'm taking the visits to see what I like. And I'm just seeing what's the best position for me and my family for the future. I'm very excited for my senior year. It's come so fast. So it's just crazy. Like I said, time don't I'm going slow, man. It's really flying. Yeah, and when the time comes, Rodney, and it sure is going to come, you know, you do what feels right for you. And whatever feels right 99% of the time, just go with that gut, gut instinct, you know? But yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, lastly, from me, I mean, what is something that you, you hope to take away or, you know, something that you look forward into or you're anticipating heading into this last go around? I mean, it's bittersweet. We don't like to think about it before it happens, but inevitably it happens to all of us, right? We can't play high school football or basketball forever. What are some of the things you're projecting or looking forward ahead to? Yeah, I'm looking forward 
to have a big year with this team, man. Like, like it's my last ride. I just want to do everything for the school and for the community to really make sure it's a, a unforgettable year. And yeah, I just want to do, I want to do great things. And, and I just want to make sure, you know, the community's behind me again to make sure I'm known forever. Well, Rodney, listen, we have the PA High School Football Report podcast weekly, year-round, twice a week during football season. Mm-hmm. And I bet you we've mentioned you every other week at least because we talk about recruits and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So your name's been on here a lot. D. Brown talked about you a lot when he was on here too, man. I've watched a ton of your film. I've written about you a lot, but I haven't talked to you yet. It's been great catching up with you, man. Listen, you got a good head on your shoulders. You can tell that. And you, you know, the film doesn't lie on what you've done at Laurel Highlands doesn't lie. Keep working hard, keep doing right, my man. The future's gonna be bright. And we're gonna have you back on next you know, during next season sometime. We'll have you back on and oh, yeah, for check sure. in with you, man. We and, and and maybe even write a big story about your own pen live too going into the season. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I had a I had a good time on it. Yeah, no doubt, man. I mean, before you head off, you want to go ahead and drop your Twitter handle. That's something Brian likes to do each time. You know, we talk to a great athlete on here. Uh, look, I got to tell you this. I'm supposed to tell you this. So we did two weeks in a row here. For people listening, we're interviewing Rodney on April the 6th. Rodney, we're going to drop you actually next week. This, this is going to come out next week. The guy before we had on here was Joey Schlaffer from Exeter Township. And he yeah. said to tell Rodney Gallagher to please come to Penn State. <laughs> so I'm just passing that along because he was a great interview too. But hey, the NIL deal that will happen in college. And it's like I told him, man, drop the handles and stuff so people can follow you and and maybe boost that value up some more when you get in college, my man. Yeah. So yeah, my Twitter handle is Rodney underscore G3. Instagram is just Rodney.Gallagher and uh TikTok's Rodney Rodney uh Gallagher. So yeah, it's all the same thing. But yeah, go ahead and follow me. You all heard it here, folks. Shout out to our sponsor, UPMC. Another great week with another great athlete. Continue to subscribe to PenLive.com for all of our exclusive content. Until next week, folks. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more.